Looking for an assist with your credit card, but you can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 US-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day, or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human in customer service anytime. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Welcome to the Daily Ding here on the Athletic NBA Show. Finals Game 3 is wrapped up. The Nuggets win 109-94. to I'm Jared Weiss. I am joined by Mo DeKeel and Keith Parrish. Andrew Schleck is our producer. And Mo, we're going to start with you. Jokic made history. I mean, that was just unbelievable. I, I was really hoping his stat line, when he hit the 40-minute mark, I wanted them to pull him. I wanted it to be 40 minutes, 30 points, 20 rebounds, 10 assists, and that just be the end of the cemetery. Just how good it would have looked and, and all of that stuff. But no, Jokic had to be selfish. Had to go for 32 points, 21 rebounds, and 10 assists and play 43 minutes. That was impressive. Just that that performance right there. You know, and he did all of that on 21 shots. Like, I was really kind of just watching him going like, man, he's just, it looked easy at times. Well, he, I mean, he posted this 30, 20, and 10 game. It's the first one ever in the finals. He now has um, just another kind of notch on the belts of unbelievable stats to look at. You jokingly said he was selfish. It was selfish. They left Jamal Murray in the inn at the end of the game. They'd benched Jokic, they'd cleared the benches, and then the final, like the final possession, Murray gets a triple double. So now we have the first pair of teammates to ever record a triple double in the same finals game. But this, I mean, this entire game was just Jokic domination. It's why he's won two MVPs. It's why a lot of people thought uh, the Heat were gonna have their hands full trying to stop them. But like to rebound after game two, where the Heat threw some extra stuff at him. Like, Jokic was up to the task. He was destroying a zone. He had help. I mean, he had guys cutting nonstop. I'm sure we'll, we'll talk about Christian Brown and his huge uh, contribution this game. But, like, Jokic definitely captained the ship and uh, helps the Nuggets get that 2-1 lead. Yeah, good point, Keith. And I I haven't seen this anywhere official yet. I'm still looking to see if we can find it. But is that the first time we've had two players have 30-point triple doubles in a playoff game and any I game would, period? I mean, that was insane. I, I, I you would think so i mean for sure in the finals right like i would imagine that would be the case um, oh, okay espn just put it out first time ever in a game ever okay i'm not surprised that's very impressive for how they played but i think the just for any teammates to do that would be pretty pretty yeah. pretty nuts so um with what they did but i think honestly though like the nuggets just played a great second half I think the yes. way they came out in the second half was massively different and, and massively like just 180 from what Miami did. And I'm not trying to say like Miami gave up or anything. I just think Denver was the aggressor. They were much more physical. They really went after it defensively. I thought was probably one of their better games. In the, I mean, it's only been three games in the finals, but it's been their best defensive half, I would say, in the finals. Keith, uh, the Nuggets outscored the Heat. 60 to 34 in the paint and it looked like the heat couldn't get to the rim at all in the second half yeah that's funny i was about to mention that points in the paint stat thanks for throwing it to me on that i mean that's a, <laughs> that, that's, that's a shocking number it's one of those where I, I think you know like we know the heat they want to attack inside you saw jimmy butler 
being very aggressive in this game, Bam the entire series has been very aggressive offensively, but the formula seems to be that's the given. Those are the constants. Whatever else happens is kind of like the magic sauce that makes the win happen. If it's Max Strews showing up or Duncan Robinson showing up or Gabe Vincent having a big game, those guys did not have a big game. And yeah, it was hard driving inside the paint, but when those three-point shots aren't going down, maybe it lets the, the Nuggets kind of adjust their defense. And like we said, uh, they only allowed 46 points total in the second half, one of their better defensive efforts, and it was. Maybe they just felt like they could... I don't know what, like, what'd you see, Mo? Where I felt like they were double teaming and even triple teaming Jimmy Butler sometimes in the first half. And I was kind of like, I don't know if I would do that um, with the way that he'd have been shooting. But in the second half, you know, that defense really turned up. Well, like, what did you see, Mo? Well, I think they just kind of flew around a lot more around the court. Like, they were just into yeah. him into his body physically and aggressive with all of those things. I mean, to the point that, like, look, Jimmy took 16 f- shots in the first half and only eight in the second half, right? So they obviously cut that by half. Some of that might have been him also running out of gas a little bit and, and you know, kind of having to battle these guys. But you got to understand here, and this is just going to be the theme throughout the entire series. The Nuggets are big. Yes. It's 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 physical. You know, they can, they can dish it out just as much as the Heat in terms of the physicality and things like that. And I thought it was pretty impressive. I mean, you even had plays where Christian Brown was playing him pretty decently in that stuff, but it was all physical. A lot of the stuff Jimmy got, it was always through contact. There was nothing really easy, and I think that wore him down a ton. But this was a game about the others. If you if you look at the first half, Bam and, and, and Butler are going, Murray and Jokic are going. The third quarter, Aaron Gordon starts to go. Christian Brown starts to go. Michael Porter Jr., who everybody was so quick to shit on in, in in about game two. I thought this was one of his better halves effort-wise, defensively flying around the court, making plays, hustling for rebounds and things like that. The ball wasn't going down, but he kept playing. This was a big one there, too. So, like, he won't show up in the box score, but he had a big, big game there. I thought this was about the other guys, and, and you had alluded to it with the Heat. The other guy's not making shots. The Denver guy stepped up. Yeah, I think one thing notable about Michael Porter Jr., who still didn't make shots, he's having an atrocious offensive finals so far. But like you said, in that second half, his effort was there, and his size is just a thing. Even when the shots aren't going in, he's got size. And he fell asleep in the first half on on a back cut that was very notable, Uh, maybe lost a guy on the perimeter, but he was trying hard, giving that full effort in the second half. And then talking about the others, the guys for like Miami, Gabe Vincent was amazing in games one and games two. Uh, He maybe got the worst whistle I've ever seen in the first half. He got in foul trouble oh, with three fouls. I don't know I don't about think that. Any, Mo, I don't think any of the three fouls he was called for were fouls. No, they that's bullshit. All play, that's they were all play-ons. No, They were all play-ons. Show, me, show me the tape, third Mo. Foul, I don't have to. That third foul was a fucking foul, man. It's bullshit to think it wasn't. He's literally runs right into Aaron Gordon chasing there, after the ball. It's no, not, no, no. There's a pass that Nikola Jokic throws off of Aaron Gordon's back. That's a loose ball. Gabe Vincent does not have to get out of the way on a loose ball. You're right, but Gabe Vincent can't run right into him. Um, You can't do that. Check your tape, Mo. It's a foul, dog. It's a foul. I'm sorry, man. I'm not uh, going to sit there and say uh, that that the three fouls weren't fouls. It's bullshit. And I'm not going to put that on them. They played poorly. They played shitty. They were not up to snuff defensively with all that stuff. And look, the Nuggets didn't shoot well from three. And the the Heat lost. It's, it's, It's not really a big deal there. Nuggets yeah. didn't even shoot from three. Well, that's the wild thing. The Nuggets made five three-pointers. 
they won this game comfortably with with five made three-pointers, which goes to that points in the paint thing, the massive games from Jokic and Murray. And then, I mean, I think we can emphasize Christian Brown again. We've said his name a couple times. He was unbelievable. Ridiculous. Like, Second he had that incredible. stretch in game two where he had, like, four minutes where he kind of flipped the game, but then that was it. He had that stretched out over, like, 20 minutes where, like, everything he did... He was a zone buster as far as like back cuts, just slicing towards the basket. The effort, the energy, the defense, like the guy was unreal. Keith, just so you know, the commenters are debating if you're a homer for the Miami Heat. So I guess that means you get to move to Miami now. Congratulations. That's um, amazing it's, it's because very, I'm a huge humid. Denver Nuggets fan. So yeah, that's, <laughs> very, great. Humid. that's great. It's very humid down here. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's great. Uh, Looking for an assist with your credit card, but you can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day, or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human in customer service anytime. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Did you know that even if you have a 401k for retirement, you can still have an IRA? Robinhood has the only IRA that gives you a 3% boost on every dollar you contribute when you subscribe to Robinhood Gold. But get this, now through April 30th, Robinhood is even boosting every single dollar you transfer in from another retirement account with a 3% match. That's right, no cap on the 3% match. Robinhood Gold gets you the most for your retirement thanks to their IRA with a 3% match this offer is good through April 30th. Get started at Robinhood.com slash boost. Subscription fees apply. And now for some legal info. Claim as of Q1 2024 validated by Radius Global Market Research. Investing involves risk including loss. Limitations apply to IRAs and 401ks. 3% match requires Robinhood Gold for one year from the date of first 3% match. Must keep Robinhood IRA for five years. The 3% matching on transfers is subject to special terms and conditions. Robinhood IRA available to U.S. customers in good standing. Robinhood Financial LLC member SIPC is a registered broker. Dealer. Oh, God, there's so much to get into, but just quickly, Jimmy Butler, end of the game, he seemed like he was getting to most of the spots where he usually raises up and just would not take any of those shots. Kept passing out. He looked like he was limping at the very end. Uh, Keith, you just talked a ton, so I'll give it to Mo. Yeah. Do you think there's something wrong with Jimmy there at the end? I mean, I thought there was something wrong with Jimmy and during the Boston series. Jared, you had a front row seat to him passing out of stuff. But I was I thought in the first half what he was driving aggressively and getting to them. He wasn't finishing all that well, at least early in the first quarter. But like I thought, OK, well, this might be the Jimmy game that we've been waiting for with all of those things. And and to be honest, like it was kind of a, um, a very quiet second half from him. He had a couple of drives along the baseline, kickouts to three, I think one to Kevin Love for sure off the top of my head. But I think the there are just moments where he's just all of a sudden like gets to his spot and doesn't shoot. And I think this is more just teams understanding also like we don't have to jump on the pump fakes. That and also I felt like Denver had a good balance of helping kind of underneath on him. So he couldn't get that look at the rim he wanted while still staying home to the shooter. So he didn't really have a great kickout option. And it just it just felt like Denver was able to get they would have one kick out and then they would drive at an angle where Miami's rotation was just not there. And they were able to get that look at the rim while 
Denver just always maybe it goes to that length, uh, Keith, that they have across the board. Denver never really gave Miami comfortable outlets. So the ball always kind of lost some of its steam. Well, I kind of feel like the way to go for the Denver defense is to like if you're going to lose, make it be. Bam's two-pointers, make it be Jimmy Butler's two-pointers. Don't let those dudes go off. Don't let Gabe Vincent make five or Max Struess make five or Duncan Robinson make five, whoever. You know, like, like just let, you know, if if Bam and Jimmy shoot 45 times, that might be good for Denver. I mean, much like, I mean, there's a lot of chagrin over where the Heat letting um, Jokic be a scorer last game. Like, maybe let, J- let, let Jimmy and Bam shoot all the shots they want have those two-pointers happen, and then hopefully the, the Nuggets think they can outperform that on their offensive end, and it, it'll be good enough that way. So, I mean, I don't know. But also, like, some of it goes back to, like, just superhuman performances for me, where I'm like, oh, right. <laughs> well, I mean, if Jokic is going to do that, well, well, like, what are you going to do? Because it felt like watching this game, uh, I think the Heat shot 39% in the first half, but it still felt like they were winning. It was like a five-point game or six-point Yeah, it was Nuggets were up by four or five or something, but it felt like the Heat were winning because the Nuggets were playing, like, terribly. They weren't making anything. The Heat were struggling, but then I guess they just hung around, and then when the Nuggets are able to come out in that second half, you have Jeff Green screaming at them all game. Apparently, Jeff Green took them all to dinner. Uh, like the day before it is home in Florida, like, like fo- trying to focus the team, like guys, we got to go. We're here. This is the NBA finals. Um, I mean, it wasn't enough for Bruce Brown to try a heave at the end of the third quarter. Who cares about your three point percentages, man? It's the NBA finals trying to make a bucket. But like you had this, the second half effort where they just hung around enough where you had Jamal Murray and Jokic with those huge first halves. And then the rest of the guys stepped it up. And oh, the, by the way, Jamal and Nikola didn't go anywhere in the second half, and that's how you get this, whatever it ended up being, like the, a 60-point win. The big difference in this game from game from game two was that they weren't standing around when the ball got to Jokic. There's a great play where KCP gets stuck with the ball, kicks it to Jokic, and, and then cuts right after making that pass, right? And, and a lot of stuff in game two, I felt like, especially against the zone, was the ball would get to Jokic and everybody would just watch. These guys were moving. They were cutting underneath. They were making the back cuts, all sorts of stuff. I mean, that's where Christian Brown made a lot of his plays, you know, off of just movement and things like that. I think that was the important thing for the Nuggets was they got more movement off ball. And by doing that, that made everything else easier. That had Miami's defense scrambling. That had opened up opportunities for Jokic to score, for Murray to score, opened up opportunities for them to dime people out. Like, I think that that's really the story of this game is that their offense really started to cut and move much more than they did in game two. One thing I noticed that I think, you know, maybe it was just the movement. I also think it's possible the Nuggets figured out or worked on some more ways to find Jokic the ball in that zone. Like, not just at a high post at the free throw line. They were doing some stuff where he was like, posting up the the guards at the top of the zone so they could like lob it over his head and that's just a new look where he can catch it there and you know anytime Jokic gets the ball he's going to be a threat and that's the times he would hit like Brown cutting towards the basket so maybe give the credit to the Nuggets for finding different ways to attack that Miami zone and they also had Jokic posting up like all like almost underneath the block down by the baseline and then Denver would have either a cut from the you know weak elbow or they'd have someone die from the top like they were, that was working. But I thought the game really broke open when that Miami zone was really impressive early fourth quarter. Then they had to start blitzing and got really aggressive blitzing up top. And Jokic and Murray just made so many just like passes from 
30 feet out, just rifling it to a cutter who's diving right to the rim, setting up a layup. Like these were just some passes that you shouldn't be able to make against the zone. Bob. I mean, you 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 <laughs> give it to Jokic, one of the yeah. best passers in these instances. Like it's pretty yeah, you're, decent. You're 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 in trouble. Like that's well, just that simple. Also, I don't know if it's just you know maybe we give Jokic too much credit for like is the passing contagious? Like Aaron Gordon had some amazing passes in in the zone as well. We're like he he's attacking the basket, and then whenever a help defender comes, he knows where his his offensive player his teammates going to be and he fed him for easy buckets it was very impressive uh all right reggie jackson played tonight that was weird um i forget he's <laughs> he on the nuggets play. every single time yeah, yeah. Uh, had i don't think guys that happened by accident i think malone was looking for somebody else and just reggie jumped in i don't i don't think that was a well, uh, well, well kcp was so on fire with fouls from game two it carried over into game three so i think maybe the foul trouble they're like let's play reggie jackson for fun um see what he's got all right, guys, so game four, hopefully the Heat will tie this up so we can keep doing these things over and over. But the Heat didn't turn the ball over. They only had four turnovers. There was good control in their offense, so Denver took away most of what they wanted. So Keith and the Mo, what do you see as like the adjustment or what do you see Miami trying to do to flip things next game besides not giving up two historic triple doubles? Yeah, I think it's going to start on the just the defensive end and being disciplined. I mean, there were plays where they were overhelping. There was one play where... Butler on a, a, a Christian Brown drive leaves Jokic to go to Brown along the baseline and gives up an nice. easy bucket to Jokic. Like, I think I'll just let my, I'll, let's see if he could score over the, the other defense, you know, the other defenders. And I'm going to stay with the two time MVP uh, in this scenario. So I think that's kind of the, the things there. I think you got to start with the defensive end and the lockdown discipline wise of it. The big problem for Miami is, only one day off in between, and I think they need the rest more than than Denver does. Yeah, I mean, you saw Kyle Lowry. He, he played well this game, but at the end of the game, he looked maybe a little banged up, and obviously he's one of the older players on the team. So I, I think, I don't know what Miami does. Maybe do they, they pray to whatever God's been carrying them this far. Uh, they go back to that that heat culture voodoo and uh, and pull out another miracle win. I'm not saying I, I doubt it. I'm not even making fun of it. I fear it. I'm legitimately terrified of it. Uh, they've been so amazing this entire series or this entire playoff run. I assume, you know, game four, they're going to bounce back. You're going to see huge games from some of these guys. Like not all the, as we call them, the others are, are going to be off in game four. I, I trust Jimmy and Bam to give you the same thing every time. So... Yeah, I would say uh, for the Heat, trust that culture, baby, um, and, and know uh, that, that that somebody, Max, Duncan, Caleb, uh, is going to come out on fire to, to to assist Jimmy and Bam. Well, whatever happens in this series, we got ding culture right here, so we're going to wrap it up. <laughs> this is the Daily Ding on the Athletic NBA Show. I'm Jared Weiss, Mo DeKeel, and Keith Parrish joined me. Andrew Sleck was our producer. We will be back for Game 4. It'll be me, Dave Dufour, and Keith, and then you'll have Mo for Game 5, and hopefully the series will keep going from there. So, I'm Jared Weiss. We'll see you next time on the Ding. Ding, ding. Ding, ding. Ding, ding. Hey, baseball fans, this is Derek Van Riper. Now that spring training games are underway, opening day is just a few weeks away. Eno Saris and I have been getting ready for the season all winter on Rates and Barrels. Whether you're a seasoned fantasy player, a baseball stats junkie, or just someone who wants to learn more about the game, Join us for four episodes each week this season, including our new Friday live stream with former big leaguer Trevor May. 
Check out the live stream on Fridays at 1 o'clock Eastern on the Rates and Barrels YouTube channel, or listen to the show wherever you enjoy your podcasts, including the ad-free option on the Athletic app.